Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, 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 it's Chapeau Claudette, a.k.a. Claudette, with our Monday, Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, for the Sky Astrology Report. This is for the 13th of January, 2020, and it's taken at 20 minutes after 20 o'clock. That's 20 minutes after 8 p.m. Now, this is really a necessary Monday motivation for after our big alignment with the moon no sorry the sun mercury saturn and pluto and cirrus and i really want to emphasize that it is not always about a particular moment that people look up or say oh it's going to happen then they look up and then they look down and don't look up again Or even leading up to it. There's a lot of things happening. This is a story. And this is a flow. And everything is interconnected. And that is why I'm making, you know, a point to try to come on more often to share this information with you. And so I'm using 2020 because I always talk about it's 2020 time to see 2020. And to see the whole picture. To see how it all flows. So... One just want to recap what happened before with the amazing full moon. I call it amazing because this new full moon was supported by the history of these of the moon and Mercury. Firstly, because Mercury was conjunct on 23 degrees at the same point as the sun, and it was opposing the moon in Gemini. So Mercury is, of course, connected in history with Gemini, and therefore it is comfortable with the energy that the moon was in. And then after the day, less than a day after, when it was still full because it was 170 degrees away, which is still closer (laughs) than any other aspect, of you know 170 closer to 180 and closer than any other major aspect the moon moved into cancer and cancer of course is the home of the moon and so after the merc after mercury being opposed from a moon that was in its home then the moon moved into its own home its own energy that it's comfortable with which was water And that was during the full aspect with the sun being across. But then, of course, that was the 11th. Then, of course, on the 12th, we had the big exact connection of Saturn and Pluto. And that, for me, was 26 degrees 15. This is based on, you know, NASA's um, measurements and the longitude and latitude and the place where I'm taking it from. So I'm in London. So that was how it was seen in the sky and this is also poignant because Saturn and Pluto are you know outside energies but Saturn is of course a personal 
energy as well. And so first there was a um, a opposition with the personal energies like the sun, moon, mercury. And then it moved on and then it got more universal with bringing in Pluto. And then also bringing in the last kind of personal planet which is Saturn at 26 degrees. And in Sagittarius I have to stress because this is the home of the Milky Way. This is where the bulges, the collection of stars. And we also at the time in at 11 and 12 degrees had the north node the south node sorry and jupiter and therefore there's a lot happening within this part of the sky and i want to acknowledge it also as it was a solar um plexus uh, people were activating the grid on the 12th and at 12 12 they were doing this and i i was participating in one um made uh, conducted by the water beings and the water priestess from Maui and it was amazing the timing because at the time it started our moon was moving at the last degree of cancer and at zero degrees into the next uh, constellation space of fire of Leo again where the sun is familiar with ex is exhaled as they say but because the sun relationship with leo this is all this is divine in a way because there's no conflict really the energies are coming pure the sun is shining purely from its place and then at the end of kind of this before the full moon and after the full moon coming from before the moon full moon supporting Gemini during uh, during the full moon supporting Gemini as well then during a, you know still fullness of the moon being with Cancer and then after the full moon being with Leo which is supported by the Sun shining over to the moon and it is still there now but when I was taking part in this uh, ceremony the moon was moving out of cancer and at what they call the lion's gate and when i've done uh research about when people talk about the lion's gate i found mathematically it's actually when some planets are actually at the foot of the lion constellation and that is what happened uh towards the end of the ceremony we started we were leaving cancer and when it ended we were at the lion's gate at the foot of leo and these are no coincidences and because it's based on a mathematical actual position kind of like a gps this is something that i think people should take on board okay so what we have as well is now we are on the 13th after the 12th and i want to first read off what's happening at 2020 which is the time i'll be using gmt time and we want to take on board that what has moved on and what is still where it was before because we had also during the full moon we had Mars in the middle of Scorpio 
which is really important and we had Venus in Capricorn at the end of Capricorn going into Aquarius and now we still have Mars in Scorpio but it will be leaving in the next day or so but it's moving out of that and it will go into healing of focus which would be interesting but also Venus is at two degrees of Aquarius so Venus has moved into an air um, energy space which is really important because we don't have have anybody in an air space at the moment our sun is at this time rising across the ascendant and that means leo is rising it's rising with leo at 15 degrees and 27 arch minutes of leo then we have like i say mars is five degrees and 43 arch minutes we have k2 in sagittarius still a lot in sagittarius but jupiter has moved on it's at 13 degrees k2 is at 11 degrees 50 arch minutes actually moving retrograde at the moment but it's still close enough to jupiter jupiter is at 13 degrees five arch minutes and then we have a space before still we have on the 26 point so this is still happening 26 we have pluto on the outside saturn on the inside before we have saturn on the outside because saturn was approaching pluto okay now saturn's gotten in the middle and sirius is on the outside at 2631 so they are at arch minutes away but basically they are in the same space you know they're in the alignment and they are still important energies and what i always say talking about energies is that we want to make sure that we are aware of the energies and if just basic basic ideas is what i was saying about this being in the galactic center this being in a fire space and now our moon moving into a fire space which means our moon will give it some support bringing an emotional support because of course the moon is connected to emotions to water but also venus has moved out of earth into aquarius so aquarius means the higher good and a philosophical approach to dealing with these things and mars is still in water so it's also making this an emotional of uh, movement and we don't have any um thing in earth so that is the material you know the earth itself that is perhaps what we can bring in so how can we affect a situation using this um concept of understanding where this main um, interaction is happening and the main interaction is happening with the fire with the moon in the fire leo and saturn and pluto and cirrus and the sun mind you even though it's 26 degrees still 36 still 26 degrees mercury is 28 degrees 38 so it's moved on a bit and it moves faster than the sun yeah so that's why so these are still in a fire energy still inspiring and wanting to um, be felt that's what I use for fire um, wanting to be felt and we have the Venus which is connected with Libra and bringing harmony in the age of Aquarian way and when you think of doing something for a higher good doing something for a group this is the 
energy that is possible to work with and that's how I work with it that's just a suggestion okay then we have I always tell you where um, Neptune is at 18 degrees 47 arch minutes moving forward Chiron is at 9 degrees 57 of Pisces Uranus is still at 341 Aries but we know it's a Satis place it's not on fire and then last but not least or did we say the ascendant um, Rahu North Node is at 756 of Gemini it's not really a planet that's why I didn't it's not we don't have a planet um, you know that is in that space is that for Venus in the airspace so Venus is on its own in the airspace as a planet but Rahu is also in the airspace and last but not least the ascendant which is Leo at 19 degrees but this changes every four minutes one degree so it's just rising with the moon but it's important when the moon rises when it can be seen in the sky is when it can really bring its power with it and it's rising in leo and it's supporting this alignment of pluto which is changes outside bigger than ourselves changes saturn structure and sirius a lot the moon I mean, the, you know, feminine energies and nature energies. And the sun shining a light on that, giving its vitality and support. And also communication, because Mercury is still there. So what is this saying? What is this saying? I don't like to use celebrities. We are thinking about ourselves and how to help humanity. So what are you doing in your life to um, understand how to regulate things understanding how to make real changes in your life and how can you communicate them to yourself or to other people or who should you speak to what should you write down who should you call who did you get a call from what do you do you see a shift is there something that you thought about one way for a long time and now you're thinking about it in another way this is the question that I'm asking you to ask yourself, which has helped me answer the questions I need to answer myself. <laughs> okay, so I hope you can hear really well. I'm in a busy place, but I just don't want to not podcast because it's not um, perfect situation because the information is the main thing. I also, want, of course, want to tell you that I am now ready to teach Sky Astrology. And there is a, a course, a three-part course. One starts with the consultation. And then the next starts with a one-to-one mindset course. And the last, of course, is the Egyptian experience. And you can take them bit by bit. And the nice part is, is that if you do take them, as you take them, the last part, you get a discount um, on. So I'll leave a link of the website where you can send me a message. 